Good morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I am here for the breakfast show. We are back, and I am here with Cookie Boy. Cookie Boy, say hello to the people. Yo, what's up, guys? We uh, got a lot to cover. Offseason just got started. People are signing guys. People are trading for guys. People are trying to draft guys. Oh, okay. uh, this is uh, some people's Super Bowl, we like to call it. It, I, 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 you know, you could anybody could make a joke out of this immediately because of who I am. But there's, you, a PML off season has to be the most fun because I feel like making the PML playoffs is great, but it's stressful as a motherfucker. But PML off season is just a blast. It is just a fucking free fall. It is. It is. I have a lot of fun with it. How do you feel about it? The, yeah, I I look forward to the offseason, even during the regular season. Even if I'm like on pad to make playoffs, I'm like, hey, I can't wait to get to that offseason to make some moves because when it's week fifteen, you're you're like strapped into your squad and you're like, All right, I wanna I wanna advance, I wanna do something, I wanna see what's next for this team. I wanna make some moves, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, you got a lot of moving pieces, you got uh regression and progression. Somebody just joined, I don't know. Hey, Rod. A-Rod. 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 Well, does A-Rod say hello to the people? What's up, everybody? So, A-Rod, um, we were just talking about, I, t- I told Cook, it, you could obviously make a, a one-line joke about it when I say it, but off-season is my favorite part of PML. It is the most fun. Um, I feel like even if you oh, make cool. playoffs, cool. Yeah, same, same joke to part of me. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if you make playoffs, it's cool, but you're more stressed out during playoffs than anything else. It's not as fun. Yeah, like, right now I'm like a kid on Christmas morning because I fell asleep yesterday, maybe like 9, nine o'clock, so I don't even know who went where, so I'm putting it on now to go find out. Uh, exactly, you're like, you're like a Christmas uh, kid on Christmas morning, like, oh, did I get this player, did I not? Uh, even with trades, like, yeah, you're waiting on that, and then you're waiting for the the result. Oh, and it's I've, always, I've never, it's I've always never got so excited to get a spam email in my life thinking it was the, the trade approval email. <laughs> and even though it's been a lot of toll in your stocking when it comes to trades, but um, it's still... No, they, it's they've still, been all right. They, three out of four, I'll take it. They've been all right with me. So, um, I, just a heads up, uh, this is for you, A-Rod and Cook. Yeah. If I yeah. start to break up, just pick up for me. Um, I am in a move. I can't stay. I'll always have great connection. Um, but, but, uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, trades. Um, you know, we just brought up, you got three out of four. I've done a trade. I've done a couple of trades. One big one, uh, one small size one, but still a good one. Um, anybody able to pull up the trades right now for us so we can go through what trades have happened so far? Yeah, I could, uh, I could just trade approved in the chat real quick. Thank you. So, and then we'll just do happened since it opened up it opened up free agency week one, right? Which yeah. Was yeah, so I believe the first trade that went through involves A Rod. Straight up Chase Claypool, tight end specified for uh Mikai Becton, who I believe is a superstar, right? At a right tackle. Yeah. So that trade was straight up. I I like it, Aaron. I like it because that offensive line does need a lot of help. Uh, right. 
what was that? No, you're right. I have an anchor now, which is what I needed. Yeah, you need at least something. I mean, Becton is is a really nice pick. Is he superstar in this game? I know he, he was last yes. last cycle. He is, and he's twenty four. Right, perfect. So, I mean, you gave up. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot to work with. He's only what a seventy nine overall though. So he still he still needs some content. Yeah, and some I'll get I'll get yeah, yo, so I, 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 I know, I know. Claypool. I shopped them around for a while. Everybody wants to say what a deal. You know, I heard a lot of criticism, but um, I needed the I needed the offensive line, and the way the market was in free agency, I wasn't trying to mess with that. Those, those McCoy yeah. and I mean Hudson, too much. Offensive line is rare, so like, especially a superstar young guy like that. Like, I feel like that's a good deal for Claypool because as much as like some people want to prioritize Claypool as like the the Gucci tight end out there. He's not for everybody. If he's not for you, then you, know, you make the he's move. Me, you I, got, I, don't, I, don't, I feel like you got. I mean, I know some of the deals that you could have gotten potentially, but like that—that's definitely a really good one that you ended up with with Beckton. That was that was better than what I thought you could get out of it. Yeah. So and I have five fire booth in the background, so every he moves up and everything is well. So what's what's funny is like Aaron, you're saying you know people criticize people will be like, oh, I would have I would have gave you a better deal. Like, where were you? Wait, you weren't That's there. The, thing. Like, the second the trade happened, everybody wants to say something. And I have said for or forever hold your peace. And the funny part was yeah. he was very close to going to Cook for a first round pick until, you know, falling fall, one of those slow responders. So I was kind of, yeah. I told Cook, shut up, you know, give me a few minutes. Let me see if these people respond. And Fallen finally responded. So otherwise he was going to go to Cook, which is why I said, you know, speak up, people, because that would have been a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, um, I, and like Cook said, it depends on your style. I actually, when I was with the Steelers, I preferred Claypool as a wide receiver. He just he was just more effective for me as a wide receiver. Um, kind of when he was kind of on the inside, people were able to use her that because uh, a lot of people won't. Nobody really goes outside and uses uses the outside corner to take somebody away. It's kind of easier to take somebody away on the inside. You know what I mean? So and plus. And plus, Claypool was run blocking. It's not really valuable at tight end, but it is valuable at receiver. Now, the good thing about putting him at tight end is he becomes interchangeable. And you can still line him up at wide receiver. Right, and put which him is at what I did sometimes. I had him on yeah. the desktop. Yeah, it's a nice for a while if he was out there as a receiver out. Exactly. You run. Um, uh, you run that uh, empty Patriot, and that's right. got two tight ends and a running back on the field, even though it's empty. So you got you got some options there to be get creative with. You know, he, he um, had really he had good size. I like it for you. He was an asset. Uh, I, had, I had to move him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, when you got a team like that, sometimes you got to move assets to build a better team for the future. Right. So yeah. that was one trade. Um, I, how do you guys feel about on the Jets side? Uh, Cook, you know, how do you feel about it? A-Rod, I know you think it's a good move because he wouldn't make it, made it. You guys wouldn't have made it without yeah. uh, thinking it was a good move. Uh, how do you uh, think, how do you feel about it, Cook? So, from uh, following side, I mean, it definitely hurts his ground game. I have Makai Beckman because he's definitely, like, more of a run-blocking uh, offensive lineman. I believe he actually has nasty. Too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's it's gonna hurt that ground game a little bit with uh, Brees Hall especially, but um, it's if he believes in Claypool and Claypool can be that kind of game changing guy, then it's it's you know the trade he feels comfortable with. But uh, giving up Beckton's a lot in my. Yeah, I think yeah, um, especially with how premium O line is. I I I, I mean, it, yeah, it I thought you were giving away Beckton. You might have been able to get like something better than Chase Claypool for him. Yeah, yeah, but then, then again, it's not it's not necessarily Chase Claypool the player. It's Chase Claypool the guy that could play tight end that's a wide receiver yeah. with ninety two speed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. that's more of the selling point than it was. It's like trading a sub linebacker safety. It's like yeah, I'll tell he's you a this, safety. Though, the, the market for Claypool was nice, but as far as trying to acquire a superstar. Or even a young star dev um, offensive lineman, it wasn't there until I found the uh, yeah. fallen was interested. Yeah. Uh, so the next trade here is uh, straight picks for picks. Uh, big one, though, because this was pick number three going out of the hands of the Chargers into Seattle. And the Chargers sent over, or sorry, the Seahawks sent the 19th overall pick of the draft, the 26th overall pick of the draft, and the 51st pick of the draft. So. The Seahawks having the Broncos first round pick from the Russell Wilson trade in real life allowed them to move up and do this. I don't, I don't like, I, I, for, for a top three pick, I think you need one pick in the first 15 and an additional pick, additional first round pick, a late one, um, to move into the top three. I think, I think based on this draft and how it's shaping up and the, the need for quarterbacks. It's he kind of settled for a little less than what he what he potentially could have got. I think you're talking about HD, right? HD. Yeah. I yeah, think he could have got. You know, I think he could have got an additional future first out of out of Z. Um, that's a, even when me and Z were talking. So I'll, I'll I can say it now because it's over. But when me and Z were talking, I was like three first round picks for for two, and he was on board. And then we were still like, I was still like, I don't know if that's still enough because that first round pick next year is going to be Z first round pick. And if he gets a quarterback, sky's the limit for Z. So what is that first round pick going to be in the end? Um, so that was, that was a talks between me and Z. I think he could have done something like that where it started with the three first round picks and then maybe added a, a second or a third, I, you know, just to put the cherry on top. But if Z wanted to trade up to get his quarterback, you've got to sell a lot higher. So to me, I feel like the only thing I don't like about this trade is how quickly it happened. And the reason I say that is because with free agency and all this, like the trade windows just opened up and HD could have fished out for a better market than what he potentially got. Like, I feel like some people do this where they want to make this trade, but then the trade is made and someone's in chat like, oh, I would have gave you more for that. And you're like, Ah, but like he didn't really market it enough. Even though he puts it in the trade uh, block or whatever, half the people aren't even looking at that until free agency actually begins and the trade uh, the trade count is open. So yeah, I feel yeah, like there's I feel a, there's another, yeah, there's another yeah, I personally trade would have given him a better package, very similar but a better package of picks. Yeah, and there's another trade that that's sort of like this that you know. And then I can go into what happened. But um, exactly, like, 
his was out, like quick. It was like a few. It was like the next morning, like trades open at ten. By next morning, he had to submit it already. And nah, he, that was submitted like three minutes after the cow was open. Jesus, yeah, that's even that's even worse. Um, that's a that's not. I think he could have got more. Um, then again, I also think with that Chargers team, it's not not the end of the world. Uh, but you definitely he definitely sold that a little cheap. Um, now looking at it from C size, he trade. Side, he traded up to three. At pick three, he, he gets, gets a quarterback. He gets, he gets his quarterback. like he doesn't get maybe his quarterback, but he gets a quarterback, right? Because if he wants Bryce Young or uh, was it Anthony Richardson, he might not get one of those guys. So they're probably projected like at least one of those guys is going top two, right? But he gets a solid franchise quarterback in Bryce, CJ, or Anthony Richardson. So you guarantee yourself a, a franchise quarterback in that spot. That's basically what he's doing moving to threes. At the very least, he's doing that. And he's not paying, like, you know, the premium price of the number one pick, but he's still, he still might get his guy at three. Yeah. And, so and, I, and that's at three, at least, yeah, at least getting a star quarterback, like you said, a franchise quarterback. Because that's technically a franchise quarterback. I was in free agency, and they were like, the franchise quarterback, and they were like, you got Mac Jones, that's a green. I'm like, Mac Jones, a franchise quarterback. Okay, um, but yeah, you get your franchise quarterback, and that's free. So I really like the the move for Z. It's whenever it's a, a competitor like that that took you know a bad team and made the playoffs. Like you, all you're doing is making your team better by getting a better one better player. Like I feel like in some senses, like the Patriots, the Texans, um, you know, teams that really need a lot of players. I feel like that top pick is nice. But it isn't as nice as getting more picks to fill a lot more holes with solid players. Um, but I like that trade. Now, on HD side, I mean, do you, did you really I mean, that, need more jackets for HD? That's or do you try to get a player? We spoke, we, I'm sorry, hear me? We spoke about this uh, last yeah. show. I, I think that HD's roster is set to where he doesn't need to spread out three draft picks down that roster. I think, you know, fill one solid hole with this top draft pick and play with the roster you have already. And that's, that's how I would play it. And I, I just don't see where he's spreading these three guys out. You know, he has a lot of positions already spoken for. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see the need for depth. I don't see it. Yeah. And, so let's, uh, let's, let's say, because uh, Q, Q mentioned it in chat and he'd give up a lot to get three. If you're in HD, isn't, isn't that a great snag to... I don't think the market you know, for Waddle is, is what it was last Madden and the, the Madden before the, the speed because he's been dangling Waddle. I don't think he's getting what he desires just, for him. So, it's not We're losing you. Yeah. It's it's he'll be he'll be something. You know what I mean? Like you could have got the wide receiver. You could have got if you wanted. Um, I'm talking about H- uh, Waddle getting Waddle potentially getting traded. HD. Like he needs another wide receiver because okay. he got rid of Mike Williams, but that's a later trade. But um, he could have you know reset his wide receiver room with one trade. He could have drafted somebody. 
like you said, uh, you filled one spot, you could have drafted, because uh, there's some elite talent at the top of this draft. You know, um, drafted a corner, drafted a uh, uh, even an interior lineman at that point. Like, you got everything. You make that line, line even fucking scarier. Like, you could have done so much with this. And I feel like at 19, you might feel old, maybe. I'm looking um, at, at 26. Roster, the only thing I would say is a whole off the bat is his defensive line. And obviously, you can always improve the offensive line. Other than that, I think there was some, what, there was one or two top five talents in the defensive line or one? Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, there's, there's the guy from Georgia, Jalen Carter, I believe his name is. There's Breezy, oh, yeah. there's Otto no, Anderson. I mean, I, I think uh, that would have been the way to go, but. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Unless he has more moving parts in place, I, I don't see the need for We'll, we'll see, because like, now he has the end draft there, right? At the very least, mm-hmm. six, I guess. But um, we ready to move on to the next trade? Let's move. We got a lot of... <laughs> uh, next trade. This is finally the Trevor Lawrence trade once again. We got A-Rod making the deal. He sends... The number nine overall pick, his own first-round pick, and a future second-round pick for Trevor Lawrence. This ended up being fine with a deal for T-Law after all the uh, failed negotiations. Now, or is this a natural You're breaking up. Nine, nine overall. Oh, sorry. Uh, can you hear yeah, me now? Just, uh... Yeah, so nine overall yeah, belongs... No, it was 10. It was I, 10. I don't know why he put 9. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. he just he made a mistake. He brought it up in gen chat. If they had a oh, problem okay. with it, they would have said something. I don't think it changes. Okay, much. okay. Yeah, no, no, no. It's yes, one, it's one slide. I tried to change too much. Um, so the so funny, the funny thing about this deal is that, yeah, it's in-game. We were we worked out the deal first. It got rejected because he was throwing in a second, a future second in the deal. Trevor Lawrence in the future second for my first. Um, And that got rejected. So they were telling us, no, Trevor Lawrence has to go for two first-round picks and a second-round pick. <laughs> so we, we weren't doing that. I was not giving him two first-round picks and a second for Trevor. I wasn't doing it. I barely wanted to give a first with this quarterback draft class. Um, so we reworked it. I added a second, now a future second. So I wasn't getting a second anymore. I had to give him a future second, and they, they approved it. So yeah, and, um, game, Trevor Lawrence is a stealer. Yeah, hey. Great trade, A Rod. And you've yeah, done two that. things. You've done two things really well. You brought in your. Uh, you brought in a tackle. You also brought in a quarterback. Uh, you still got Deontay Johnson. That that's a threat, and you got Najee Harris in the backfield. You, yeah, but you still you still have an you still have enough pieces on offense. Yeah, where those what you traded away won't hurt you too much. Um, yeah, no, you still need to improve. You still need to improve that offensive line, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know who you brought. Well, I, brought got, I got the I got the 20 AR going into like three of them, so I'm waiting for that to okay. hit. You know, send them to camp and continue. You know, I'm gonna build them. The only thing you could do at this point. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I did. And I, by the time we got to season three, I had a decent offensive line. They were all, all uh, hovering yeah. around 80 overall. With so if you look block, at my block, I took uh, I took five guys under. 23 years old at the time, 24, with decent ratings, you know, high 60s, low 70s, and I just pounded them with AR. There you go. I mean, you can build it to, to make them respectable. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, you Trevor Lawrence the first- now, 
Yeah, the the 10th pick, which was tough. I mean, I wasn't crazy about this draft. I wasn't going to take the leftover quarterback and wind up with a 70, you know, a 71 overall normal dev. I, I didn't want to do any of that. So I took the short thing is what I basically did here. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. That You took a short thing. Um, short thing, superstar dev. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's still young. And you, I mean, you can focus train him. And you could have – you definitely have a franchise quarterback. You gave up – people are trading into three to get a franchise quarterback, giving up a lot of assets. You gave up less assets and got your franchise quarterback. Yeah. If you, so if you look at it that way. Yeah, I'm so, sorry what Trevor Lawrence was about to go for. This ended up being a reasonable trade. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it shows the inconsistency of the trade committee. That's, I think that's all it shows. Well, it should have been with Burn if, if you know if, if they were consistent. They, he should have been on the teams. On the teams. I I was gonna say, you know, there's gonna be uh, we're gonna talk about more inconsistency with more trades. Uh, what else, What's the next trade on the list? Uh, we got another superstar on the move. It's DJ Moore, Carolina Panthers being shipped to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you want to talk about a haul? DJ Moore ended up going for more than Trevor Lawrence today. Uh, Hype Mike said pick number 10, pick number 27 overall. I don't even know whose first round pick that is. And a fourth round pick. I believe it's the uh, Bucks fourth round pick. This is round four pick 32. But we know Hype Mike doesn't put the right picks. But, um, actually, no. So he put the he put the pick he got from A-Rod in. That's yeah. yeah. Yep. So he got and the pick so A-Rod and used it to get this uh, DJ Moore. I, I don't like it at all. And I, I speak to Mike a lot. You know, we bounce ideas and trades back and forth with each other. Um, you know, kind of advisement with each other. And I did not like that at all, that trade. That's Way too much. much. Yeah. I honestly, personally, I would not give one first for him. I, I just don't value receiver like that. But, I mean, to each his own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, That's I feel like you could have got a, a game changer at pick 10. You really need a receiver yeah. that bad. Yeah. I, just I mean, like, I, the top of this receiver class, you could have gotten somebody at 10, I feel like. I don't know. And what's, what's funny about, like, you know, that, like you said, you know, that was like, um, you know, the Jonathan Taylor stuff. Like, I had Jonathan Taylor in my inbox, and I said, I legit sent to him, I'm like, I don't value running back like the trade committee does. Like, I'm not valuing oh, Jonathan Taylor. Like, no. that's... I could I could plug and play that position. I don't I don't really care. Like, right? It's not it's not nothing for me. You know what I mean? And right. it's turned out a really cheap uh, running back game available. But continuing on this trade, um, I love it for JT. JT raped. Oh yeah, him. raped Mike. Raped. Him. I right, mean, yeah, yeah, he gets <laughs> 10, 10, I, I mean, JT, he's, not, he's not lying. JT I mean, I called Mike in the, in the DM. I said, no, don't do that deal. And I started hit the chat, and I was like, oh, man, Mike, come on. There's a, there's another trade that was similar that JT might have gotten that I was like, HD, you, you're smoking stuff. But this would have put, put JT over um, this would have put JT over the draft pick limit for the first round. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's relax. Guys. Um, <laughs> but JT just finds a way. Like, JT sets his price and he finds a way to sell it. I don't know why. I don't know if people are trying to stay in the league or what's going on, but he finds a way to sell. <laughs> you, I'll tell you why. Ass. If you come with him with bullshit, he doesn't even respond. So you got to come out with a decent offer starting price. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, maybe that's it, but I, I, that's way too much for DJ. Maybe pick 27 in the fourth. I don't even know how those negotiations started. I, I want to see how those negotiations happened. What do you want for D more? JT, um, <laughs> three first round picks. I got no idea. Now, now, and we look at, at it in our view, and, you know, me and Aaron's view. If you're, if you're the Jaguars, you went, you won your division, you uh, tried to make a run in the playoffs, you fell a little short. You went out and got you a number one wide receiver, sure thing. Instead yeah, of taking a, that taking roster somebody. has more holes than any team in this league. They they needed. Yeah. The he's, he's shown that he can make it work with that roster. You could you could sign free agent receivers comparable. I mean, not not superstars, yeah. but just serviceable receivers. And also circling back to what you just said, in the Mike's one and done playoff game, he didn't lose because of offense. He put up damn near fifty. He lost because he also gave up damn near fifty. Yeah. He, so he like that, that, that Jaguars team, you need you need front seven and like maybe a cornerback yeah. and a safety. Like you need a lot on the defensive side of the ball. And he gave up yeah. a lot of assets that he could have used to really uh, shore up that defense. Maybe he should have traded ten and twenty seven for Nick Bosa, who's been on the block, or even a Khalil Mack. I, I haven't looked at either one of them recently. But maybe you flip one of those picks for a short thing for an. Well, I don't. I don't know. Nick Bosa was ever really on the block. Quill Mac. He, yeah, but then again, Max. You, Max, like on the uh, older side of thirty. Yeah. So he he could have gotten a a player, um, on the other side of the football that could have helped out his defense. Defense. You know, maybe even a corner that could have. Stepped in and helped out, um, you know, because he complained about his corners getting lost by Jamar Chase, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, but let's okay. move on to the uh, he play, he blatantly got raped, and you know, I know he doesn't care about it, but JT made out like a bandit. Um, talk about talk about the uh, a team a timeout. Let's talk, talk yeah, let me let me let me ask you let me ask you a controversial question. Yeah, is this tra- is this trade approved with anybody else besides the commissioner? I I don't know what – so what I asked when I saw this trade is what the hell is DJ Moore's value in the trade, Cal, that he yeah. came close to pick 10, pick 27, and a, and a fourth-round pick. Like, this this new shit, Rainbow is like, what, <laughs> what, what is DJ Moore going for? Because he's an 89 overall, like, 25-year-old. Like, Superstar. I would, because let me tell you, if I submitted this deal for the average user, it's coming back rejected. There's no way the trade committee is going to say – Okay, yeah, two first and uh, whatever, second. Now, I, I, say, I say that, I say I, I, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you because a lot of the uh, bounce backs have been, you're not given enough, and they're overvaluing certain players. Like Jonathan Taylor, I think they want to, like, fucking three first or some shit like that. Um, Which is crazy. He should, he should go for yeah. first. Yes, Exactly. So John, I, John is I, going I, for pick number four already. Is pretty. Yeah, like they're saying they need more. It's like okay, may, maybe that DJ Moore is kind of where their heads at, which is kind of bananas. Like that, I don't know where where they're coming up with yeah, these. Yeah, but receivers ideas. and running backs could be developed yeah, two, like two different easily. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't. I'm not saying it's a it's a good trade. 
I'm saying, I asked the question, can you see Apple in another use? I could, just because of the way they're valuing these these players. Um, All right. Am I, still, am I still good, or am I breaking up? You're good. You're good. Uh, okay, um, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, uh, what's uh, he got raped. Uh, they're overvaluing players like that. I think that's a terrible trade. I think that he should have waited for What's the next trade? Yeah, we're losing you. Hello? Now, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, I, I, so, I got anything else on this? Yeah, I'm, I'm back with the if you could hear me. Yeah, reset yourself. We're going to move on to the next trade. Yeah. Um, okay. So... While he's doing that, his, the next trade is actually his. I'm going to skip this Raiders and Rams deal, because I think they have to redo it. So we'll get the final one whenever it pops up later. But the next trade is Packers send Aaron Jones in a current seventh-round pick, and the Patriots send a fourth-round pick, beginning of the fourth round, so it's almost a late third, and a mid-sixth-round pick. And uh, I think this was a no, salary no, 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 no. Wrong, wrong fourth. <laughs> what, what, what fourth was sent? Uh, pick two in the fourth. All right, then I got bamboo. I got bamboozled by Mike. It was supposed to be a late four. <laughs> Mike right. bamboozled me. Did you send? Did he send that trading game? Did you accept it? Did you already get bamboozled? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm after. I'm after. Uh, you know, the commissioner. That of the league that you know he 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 pulled some shady shit as a commissioner and that that is that is no bueno. Um, but what was I going to say? Well, gotta, anyway, the trade. No. Yeah. So what right, I said the trade put it in there was this was mainly a salary cap move on Mike's side to uh, get rid of Aaron Jones and free up what like ten mil of cap space. I think we lost. Yeah, exactly. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was a, it was a cap space. It was the cap space move for him. It was just me getting a player on the other side. You know, getting getting a um, getting a, uh, a a star running back. Now, here's the thing: when we first did this trade, it bounced back, and they were like, "Oh, you should give up a, you should give up a." First or second for Aaron Jones, who's 28 years old star. I, he has a 90 overall, so there's that. <laughs> but he's 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 old. Like he's he's gonna regress yeah. even more. He regressed already. He's gonna regress more. Why should I give up a first or a second? That just kind of told yeah. me that the trade committee wasn't really aware of who Aaron Jones is. I feel like. So when I was a part of the trade committee, what JT likes to do um, is, you know, get people involved and might prove some people that aren't as involved in PML as far as in chat and put them in the trade committee just to get them involved and make sure that within, they, you know. So you're telling me the trade committee is VAT, VAT, CEO, <laughs> that's the trade committee? Who else? <laughs> Yeah, it could potentially be something like that. Now, it, it, I was also on it, so it wasn't like all those guys, but he likes to plug in a couple. And it's like you're putting a, guy, a bunch of guys that are disconnected 
and PML and the trade community. All right, we lost it there, but um, getting off topic. Yeah, anyway. I mean, so so to me, it's like Aaron okay. Jones, along with along with the fact that he's like declining. Don't know that Aaron Jones is a star. Like, this is HD like right now. I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be a little critical of you, um, um, Neff. So I don't know if you could hear me. You traded two draft picks for Aaron Jones. Do you hear me? Like. Oh. He's, and this is like AD where he just like lags and comes you back. Don't, and they're not aware of that. He's, can you hear me? No, no, your your connection is really bad right now. All right, let's just let's just criticize him while he fixes it. Yeah. So he traded two two draft picks, right? What was it? Uh, I'm in a bad area. Uh, right, so, so, so keep quiet. For me. Why didn't he just go out and sign Miles Sanders or someone like that? I yeah, so I, I get it's probably just for the overall factor of it. Because the thing is Aaron Jones also has I'm pretty sure the single biggest cap hit of any running back in the league this year. Because his cap was at like twelve mil or something like that, or fifteen mil. Someone has to go Yeah. So so can you hear me now? So basically yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I, I heard all of that. I, 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 I just making sure you guys can hear me. So basically, the thought process with trading for Aaron Jones is: I had 13 picks. I could add a, a safety blanket for Mac Jones, and instead of si- signing Miles Sanders, if I sign Miles Sanders to a three, four-year deal, I'm wrapped up with Miles Sanders for that full length of time. Now, when you trade for a contract, you might take that hit for one season, but if I feel like cutting him this next season. I could still cut him. It was only supposed to be for one pick. It was supposed to be for a first. Yeah, who's who's, who's your pick. starter on the depth chart this year? Is he starting? He's a starter. He's, I had no running backs. I mean, you could have. But, like, but is he for a shorter starter? Like, let's say you draft someone. Is he going to take the starting job over Aaron Jones or like take like 50% of the carries? What was that? Well, he can't said, anymore. He traded his draft picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he has he so many draft picks. <laughs> I had 13 draft picks, Adron. I don't need 13 draft picks. I don't need 13. Um, I, I, I'll take a shot. I'll take a running back at some point. I will say that. I'm going to take a running back. But that's for uh, a future, I you, you know. Najee and 10 for your number two, if you were interested. No, I... I See, I wasn't given something with high value for a running back, and I wasn't I wasn't trying to tie money into a running back long term. Yeah, he's a bridge player. If I want to cut him next season, I can't, and then everybody can feast on him in free agency. So, in other words, you're not trying to win. No, I think (laughs) I think he's also a win now type of type of player. Like he's he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He he came at a low cost, low risk. And he could be a, a benefit to the team. Like that—that's—that's that's a whole idea of it. Like once I once I put in the trade, the original trade was for a fourth, and I said, Mike, I'm not going any higher than a fourth. And it was a late fourth. So the fact that he put an early fourth, we're going to talk about that. But it was supposed to be a late fourth. My third fourth, I was like, you know, we'll, we'll put that in. I'm not giving you any more than that. He's like, fine. I mean, I don't personally, want looking at looking at your deal and your situation. 
I would have rather, and this is, this is my point of view, I would have rather used that fourth round pick on just taking a swing at a running back. And even if he was, you know, low 70s, just giving him the season as a starter and seeing what can come out of it rather than expanding your salary for Aaron Jones and, you know, him being a dead end regardless. That's just no, how but I here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's say, and so I, he's like a safety blanket because I don't need the cap. What am I, what else am I going to do? I have plenty of cap. I don't need it. I but who's to say, a bit money, uh, I've watched you develop running backs before. Who's to say that if you just started the 71 rookie and, you know, you, you gave him the years of the year of 200 carries that by the end of the season, you wouldn't develop a superstar with that fourth round pick. Yeah. But, I, but what about, what about competing for that season? What about trying to win in that season? Like that's, that's a look at it. Like, you know, uh, I got another year rebuild, and then I'll try next season. Like I, like I brought in Aaron Jones because I wanted a sure thing that could win one on one out of the backfield. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I wanted, yeah. I wanted a sure thing, and it's not going to tie up money long term. It's, it's going to tie up money for the season. Like I said, I could cut him after. It's not going to tie up the money long term. The only person that really took a hit, I don't know if he had a cap penalty. The only one that really took a hit on his contract would be Mike. If he if he if he has a cap penalty. Right. I'm gonna have no, one no, season. He, he, he did the trade to really cap. Because as you know, that Packers team, they got a lot of talent, which means a lot of yeah. uh, contracts. So Aaron Jones was one of his contracts he could free up, especially since he has AJ Dillon. So that makes Aaron Jones uh ten million dollar, fifty million dollar backup. So um, yeah, like, obviously for him, he didn't get the full value that you would want out of a 90 overall running back. But given Aaron Jones regressed and no one wants to trade 15, for a 50 million dollar running back like that, you know, like Mike, I yeah. mean, Mike's trying to shop him. And I, I told Mike, I was like, I, I can't even hit you. Like, I can't even respond to you during free agency period one. That's a luxury pickup. If I have cap space lying around, then maybe I'll give you a late pick. And even then, I probably wouldn't because that's Saquon Barkley. And most people had that back already that they would uh, take. And I did it. Jones. I had the layover cap, like you said, and I didn't have the back. So it was like, it was a, a match right there. Now, yeah. um, the original trade was supposed to be just a fourth. I still got a pick back. Like I gave a fourth and a six and he gave me a seven. So I still got my pick back. You know what I mean? I still, I just wanted to get rid of one pick. I was like, I'm only getting rid of one pick. I'm not giving you more than one pick. We're going to straight it, uh, go there. And then once that was denied, he was like, all right, we have to resubmit in a different way. Oh, I had a seventh, you had a six. And I'm like, all right, that, that's no big deal. Nothing. Unless you really do your homework, the six, uh, picking in the six and the seven is really no big deal. Um, yeah. well, all right, I think we can move on to the next trade. Yeah. I would have had to give up a three-year contract to Miles Sanders. I don't think you got the validation you were looking for on this deal. I, I think what we are you were, talking about? <laughs> I don't think you got the validation from us on this deal that you were looking for. No, I don't need validation. I'm just trying to explain to you how I, I view it. Like, that's how I view it. I, so you're, you're, you're in the mix of trying to win but also rebuild. I get it. Like, he's a bridge player. He's there to give us a chance to win some games. But I'm looking at Miles Sanders. You keep your pick. I'm looking at Canyon Drake. You keep your pick. You know, I'm looking at players like that. 
also not thinking about the three-year, $8 million cap hit. That Hell no, give him, give, him, give him the one-year orange bid, yellow, orange bid, yellow bid next, next free agent. And, and in free agent three, in free agency three, where somebody's like, all right, he's going orange, I'm going to go a little higher than him. Like that, is me, that is, I'm, oh, I'm oh, we'll start, we'll start the season. Melvin Gordon will be there. He's still an 80, 91 speed. These guys will still be there. Trust me. Yeah. I, I started the season and I picked up Drake as my backup. 90, he was 92 speed at the time, 91. He was serviceable backup. He could start for some teams. Yeah, a serviceable backup. I got a, I got no. a for sure running back. I don't I, know. I, I, I'm more, I'm more of a own. plug and play running back. You give me whoever you want in the backfield, and I'll make do with them, I guess. To each their own. I had the draft. Ca- I had the <laughs> excessive. Had excessive draft capital and excessive cap, so I'm. I was fine. from Aaron Jones. It's a very realistic trade, though. So it, yeah, I, I I don't see it being a bad deal for you. It's very realistic. So um, we're spending way too much time. Yeah, move on. Take me anyway. Let's let's move on. All right. Next deal, we got the uh, Jaguars sending a no. Sorry, the Eagles sending a third round pick for Jaguars middle linebacker Boise Olukon. Who has 89 speed, which is why he was traded. I feel like I feel like Lumbo tries to be mad and meta, but is also a shitbag at the game. Like <laughs> I feel like he tries to do the meta things but doesn't know how in game. It's like your user isn't good enough. So you get you got the user linebacker or the user this. But you still fucking don't have the stick skill or the meta meta to your to your skill set to even fucking use them. So whatever, like like you got Derrick Henry, he ended up losing the rest of the season. So it's like you got the Madden meta back, and then your season goes to shit. Like I don't I don't know I don't know what you're doing over there, but I guess he's right. just having fun. I mean, I'm not gonna judge the deal based on the fact who made it, just just on what it brings, right? So for High Mike, he yeah, has a, he has a number of young linebackers. I think he wants to give them more playing time. He has Devin Lloyd there. He has um Chad Muma. So I think he wants to free up at least space for one of those guys. And Lucon um, yep. was probably most tradable. The only thing is that he probably might be or something else for Lucon if you put him on the block because he didn't even list them. I think. Oh, Wumbo just went searching for middle linebackers. But um, it's not a bad trade for Mike, because that's a big contract that he unloaded, I believe. Ocon's capping is 15 mil. For uh, Wumbo, it's, I mean, he got his guy. The only thing I question is the fact that he had the Kobe Dean, who, I mean, he's not that tall, I guess. That's his one knock. He's 5'11", but, I mean, no linebacker is going to jump for picks. Man. <laughs> and the Kobe Dean's 89 speed, Boise Lucon's 89 speed, and then he puts the Kobe Dean on the block after. Like I feel like he had his Boise Lucon already, Kobe Dean, and traded a third round pick for. Him. So that was a little so, weird. So this goes back to the Derrick Henry trade when he traded a wide receiver and Quentin Hawkins, and then after the Derrick Henry trade, he's like, I have no weapons for wide receiver, and I need more. It's like you just had that weapon, and you. You traded away for Derrick Henry, so like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? Like, you're you're creating a hole. You're just digging yourself a hole, then trying to dig yourself out of it. Like, it, it, what do you, what are you doing? Yeah, I that mean, roster's, that roster's downhill since that Derrick Henry trade, in my opinion. 
No sense. No sense at all. Yeah, well, we'll see what Alun Khan does to affect his defense. I didn't really think he needed that to move the needle. But, um, you know, he, he's making deals out here. We'll see. Um, all right, what's the next trade? Next trade, we got another big – actually, no, we don't. Because this was the uh, – I, I don't know if you guys want to talk about the Q and Greeny trade that didn't go no, uh, we don't have to talk about that. Oh, yeah, actually, you, 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 we, we, no, I, I'm lying. I forgot. In Q, yeah, the Q and Greeny trade. Mention it, and we will talk about it for a quick second. All right, so, so the official trade that went through the uh, trade committee but didn't get approved because Q backed out was uh, Greeny sending pick four, Q sending pick five. So it's for Q to move up one spot, and Q also gave up a second-round pick the beginning of the second and a third round pick beginning of the third. So here's a here's a funny thing that we were me and Q were also talking before this happened. And he's like, you know, I'm thinking about doing that. He's like, but I, I what I you know I'm willing to move to second. I said, okay, I'm moving second. I said either way I'm moving second. I'm trying to move second. I'm gonna shop it uh aggressively. And he's like, okay, what do you want? I was like, you could either give me five and six and call it a day, nothing else, five and six, and we, we move on. Or you can give me uh, a player in, in one of those. And he was like, well, I ain't giving you five picks. I'm like, okay, then give me a player and a pick. Uh, he was like, what kind of player? I said, I'm going to need a really good player and a pick. And then he said, I was like, you got to choose a player. I'm not going to make the fucking deal for you. You got to make, you got to tell me what player you're willing to give me. He never responded. I said, if you give me five and six, scratch it right there. He said, I'm not giving up five and six. I'm just going to go with the greeny deal and move up to four. I was like, okay, I'm potentially going to move this to somebody that needs a quarterback and you're going to be without it. He's like, sorry about that. But um, basically, he said that, and then I was like, well, uh, he said, oh, you know, do what you got to do. I said, okay. So he moved up to four, and then I was in talks with Drama, who has two first-round picks that would be perfect, and then it, it so happened, and then he backed out of his trade. So now, like, it's kind of slimy that he backed out of his trade. I think Again, he was another one that was, uh, you know, like HD trying to jump on a trade. And you mm -hmm. can say that about myself as well. Like, he was just trying to make sure he got his quarterback. He didn't want anybody to get in front of him and get four because he knew I wasn't going quarterback. So maybe that's the whole idea to it. Yeah, but now, to me, if you, if you are looking to go quarterback, you have to be more aggressive moving up one spot before. Like you have, and you have pick spot. You have the assets to move up to a top two pick. Like you can't joke around with that. Z moves up to pick three right away. That tells you something. JT could still deal pick one for all we know. That's something. And you, you have pick two floating in the air, and that's something. So that's three potential picks that could go quarterback in front of you. Like to me, I'm not playing games with that. And like A Rod, he knows better than anybody. You just gotta be aggressive. And you gotta make those moves in those moments. Now, how do you feel, just your, your two, how would you feel about giving up just five and six for a pick two? You, you, you're getting your quarterback. If you give up five no. and six, you can't pick two. No, no. I, I, would, I would try to get something back. Like, 
person you send it to, like maybe like a fourth round pick or something. Or third, you, 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 build, you build on that. Right. You're trading two game like, changers for one. I'm not doing that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I get what you're saying. Now, when you when you are the Dolphins, you don't need a lot. So there is also that aspect, I think, that you have to take into account. Like if you're, yeah, but five, if you're five and six are instant day one starters. I, I'm not trading you two day one starters that could potentially be debbed up to begin with. So you're not one. trading. You're not trading the chance of two day one starters for the chance of a franchise quarterback. You don't value quarterback. Not, not, not straight straight up five, it's, it's, it's not guaranteed he'll be there. At two? Richardson you're talking about? Richardson or Bryce Young at franchise quarterbacks. You get the even yeah, CJ Stroud. Okay. So you get three you got three franchise quarterbacks in this draft, potentially. What if Young comes out the gate as a star dev? Well, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Richardson can come out the gate as a star dev. But a star right. dev. It doesn't star matter. Up. Anthony Richardson doesn't matter what dev is to be completely honest. Like he'll be physically built. Bryce Young is not physically built to be good day one yeah, without being a superstar. I've got to say this. If, if JT skips on Anthony Richardson, I will be so it's, – it's not even that the fact that a quarterback will fall to Q. Like, I don't give a shit about – I will be so disappointed in JT. It's like you're, you're, you tried to resurrect Cam Newton for a season. You got your Cam Newton clone at pick one. You went 0-17. You got pick one. You got Anthony Richardson, who is a surefire fucking He's taking pick. Richardson. We all know he's taking Richardson. Dude, if he doesn't, man, like... Why, I, why are you glorifying him tanking, man? <laughs> as, as he, a, didn't, he didn't tank for Will Anderson. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, like, if he doesn't pick Anthony Richardson as a friend, I would be so mad and want to fight <laughs> on him. As, as, as a virtual friend. friend. <laughs> it's a, it's just a virtual. I will want to fly down to Carolina and fucking slap him, just because like your guy's there, like that's your guy. He's like, what are you trolling. Doing? Why do you think he doesn't say he's taking Richardson? He says he's taking Will Anderson. He, he's trolling with you guys. He's taking in, uh, Richardson. All right. Um, <laughs> next trade we got here is uh, it's a big one. We got uh, once again a Rod. Acquiring superstar X Factor defensive tackle Chris Jones in exchange for a future first round pick and a current second round. And this is pick uh, pick forty two. So this is like towards the beginning of the second. So this one is is a kind of I pulled a a rabbit out of a hat with this one because I was talking to Jack and Hype Mike at the same time, and they both wanted my first for respectively uh, Lawrence and Jones. And so I had to decide which one I was going to go with. So eventually I went with um, Lawrence, and then it turned out that uh, Jack wanted my future. So I was able to actually do both deals and take uh, Chris Jones with my future first and Trevor Lawrence with my covering first. Yeah, and we, we've seen Jack do this before, where he, he would uh, get the future first-round pick. He did that in the deal for Hollywood Brown, where he got the third-round pick and Cammy's next first-round pick. So we got Keishon Boutte and someone else. So this is a deal that's in Jack's wheelhouse and yeah. with the chiefs I, I think he was just trying to unload a contract in chris jones and get something really yeah. valuable back so for him that's probably i mean there's there's a hole in that roster that's a, that's an immediate concern and he doesn't have the first round pick to plug it up because that's a future first round pick so i don't know what he's gonna do about that but 
Um, he always got that done, but I mean that Chris Jones hole is a big hole because he's he's a pretty dominant force. Now thinking yeah, about I mean, it, thinking about it in Madden terms, that's a really great pickup for you, Arod. Um, because that under pressure is a is a bitch to deal with. Especially well, in the game, where... I had to think about uh, Lamar Dobbins uh, mixing, so I had to yeah. plug that. Yep. You throw on those contains and have him feast in the middle. Hey, we saw it via all uh, top three in sacks. We could see the same thing with Chris Jones, as long as the yeah. Now, not to mention, I mean, he's on that. He's on that line with uh, the Avengers. We got Watt, we got Hayward, and we got um, now Chris Jones. So we have we have a nice uh, defensive line to put pressure on the quarterback and stop the run. And uh, do you have any first round picks anymore? I don't, and I feel lost as hell without it because I'm usually yeah. a big big mainstay in the draft. <laughs> but you got um, your it's all right though because you got your quarterback Trevor Lawrence that you probably you pick him for a quarterback anyways. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't keep. Listen, here's the thing. I'm in a division where. You know, respectively to who I'm playing with, I feel like I could still win, win within this division, and I, I can't spend two or three seasons building up rookies like I always do. I, I felt like um, this year I'm going to take more of a win now approach rather than grooming rookies and you know slowly putting AR into them. But I got some short things, and that's what I that's the direction. So I despite despite all of Cammy's success in season one, do you still do you think you put him on the like he, he obviously moves up? into the 15 to 10 mark, I think, personally, um, which has always been interchangeable for seasons. They, the top 10 has always been what it is. He doesn't move into that upper echelon of players. You still believe that? No, not, not yet. And I'm not, even, I'm not even bringing him down. He played solid this year. But he, he's one of those players where if I load up, I, I feel like it can go either way. Yeah, I get what you said. Um, but I think this is a great trade for you. Uh, adding Chris yeah. Jones to throw off some tra- uh, some throws from uh, defensive uh, from quarterbacks, even though he might not get there and get the sack. If he could throw some shit off because of that under pressure, it's going to be a, a, a great thing for you. Uh, what's the uh, next trade, Cook? Yeah, uh, next trade. Uh, speaking of Cammy in the Cincinnati Bengals, it's Cammy sending his uh, young safety Tyson Anderson. I think he was like a 93 safety. 93 speed safety. So we send him and a seventh, and the Cowboys sent a fifth round pick and a seventh round pick. So um, they swapped 15 spots in the seventh round, and otherwise it was just a safety for a pit, uh, fifth round pick. So, um, I mean, he, you could have got that in free agency now, and you could have got it real cheap. That's like if you want to. Uh, no, because because this was a young safety, and the Cowboys they don't exactly have the cap to make moves like this. So I don't mind this move for Hefe. Like you, you gotta try to shop in a bargain at some point, right? Then yeah, um, take a flyer for a fifth round pick. <laughs> I could, I could the shop deal. Yeah, the reason I say that is because I I looked in free agency. There's like. Three or four young ninety-two speed, ninety-three speed safeties that are kind of the same value. So that's why I was like, I mean, and then you could either get a ninety-two, ninety-three speed corner and put him at safety. It's like I would like I I I don't mind it because I know Hefe it might not be uh, around for the draft. I think he said it would be falling asleep uh, in the shop. <laughs> um, so I, if it weren't you happy, you don't mind it. 
But I, I, that player, it could have been found in filled and free agency, I think, personally. Or even the draft, you know. Maybe you just didn't like the safety class in the draft. Yeah, for a cheap, for a really cheap price, too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, and for Cammy, I know Cammy's goal, he's been pretty vocal about it, is he's trying to get draft picks draft. Because he, he knows the upcoming Joe Burrow contract extension is going to be on his horizon, and that's going to destroy his cap. And I think Joe Mixon yep. as well. So he's trying to unload some contracts for uh, draft picks. Um, I believe this is the first deal we're going to get at this, and he has some more. But um, he's doing a good job of doing that. But um, we can probably go yeah. to the next trade, which yep. we have discussed a little bit. But uh, I guess now we can discuss at large, where the Patriots sent pick number two in the draft to the Houston Texans, as well as pick number 71, the seventh pick in the third round. The Texans send the seventh overall pick, which was the Browns pick from the Watson trade in real life. So the Browns first round pick, they sent their own first round pick. So pick 20 and future second round pick. So drama less than 24 hours after again, the Texans make some big splash. Yeah. Um, I told Hugh that the draft pick was going to be moved either way. Um, I was trying to sell on two. I need a lot of holes to be filled. Uh, pause and that I get seven and 20. I could fill two holes there. And then I still got plenty of second round picks. I gave up a, a third this year, uh, my late third, which was a seventh. I still have pick one and pick three in the third or third round, I believe. Um, yeah. And then I get a future second round pick that I could package with another pick to move up into the first round. Like if I want to, um, you know, I'm thinking about the future as well as thinking about, what you know, filling as many holes as possible instead of getting one player like it would have been Will Anderson getting Will Anderson at at two and then not having a pick till the second round. Now I got a couple first-round picks, then still my picks in the second round. So I, I really like this deal, and I also don't really like it. Specific reasons. The reason why I the reason I don't like it is because Will Anderson can be had it too, and I feel like last year Kayvon Thibodeau was that guy where it's like everybody's thinking like quarterback maybe, but Kayvon Thibodeau he was the number one guy. He ended up being a superstar X factor, and he ended up being really good out the gate. I think Will Anderson's probably gonna be better than Kayvon Thibodeau out the gate potentially. So having that surefire prospect that could fall to you, like I. I wouldn't want to move out that spot. But at the same time, if you don't plan on taking a quarterback, I really like this deal because if you go to seven, you're just going behind people that are going to take quarterbacks anyway. So why sit at two and draft the first non-quarterback when you can go at seven and draft potentially the third non-quarterback and get something back in return for it? Exactly. That's, that's exactly how I viewed it. I knew I was trading it to somebody that needs a quarterback. And I know JT's going quarterback. He's going to take Anthony Richardson, even though, you know, he likes to play his games. But he's going to take Anthony Richardson. Then you got a quarterback next. And then Z didn't trade up to get Will Anderson. Z traded up to get a quarterback. <laughs> now, maybe that changes if it's just Bryce Young there. Maybe he says, screw it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend around pick three on a, uh, on a quarterback. I'm going to go ahead and get Will Anderson. Maybe that changes. But who knows? Um, but I traded it to somebody that needs a quarterback. Those two smarts, first and second overall, we're going to go to quarterback, and it's going to push talent 
to the bottom half of the top ten, the top five talent to the bottom half of the top ten. And that's just how I viewed it. Um, I did. I will say this about Will Anderson. Out of the gate, he will have the highest floor because he, he is phenomenal. Um, but as far as development, Alabama didn't win a bowl game, won zero bowl games. They are top 25, so they get their point there. They uh, they are uh, – I think they're slightly represented. I think he got a half a point or maybe a full point for um, being a highly represented uh, college in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, there's, 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 there's defensive ends or edge players that I've also broken down that are good. The ceiling's not as uh, – the floor's not as high, but the ceiling is a lot higher. So that's that was my idea. It's like I might not get will uh, a ready to go now guy, but I should be able to with the two first round picks get a guy that will that will end up really really good. So on the flip side, Brahma's perspective here, he moves up to pick two. To we have to assume get a quarterback here. Like you can't. Like you're not moving up from pick seven to not take the quarterback. But then he also went on the uh, the, the barbershop or the shop. Um, he said that he might move pick two. I, I don't think he will. But um, he could. A-Rod, A-Rod like, moved up and then moved back down the draft. Um, we've seen the last cycle. But um, pick two, no one really knows what Drama's going to do. He could pick Bryce if he's there. If AD Richardson falls down and Bryce is there as well, he might he might take Bryce anyway. Like No one, no one really has a clue what Drama's going to do exactly yet. Except he's probably gonna take a quarterback. Like if JT doesn't take one of those guys, there there is a slight chance that Anthony Richardson falls to three after all of this talk of him being the, the consensus number one prospect, even though he's probably not like gonna be the highest overall at the gate or anything close. But um you know, for, for drama it's not a bad move, right? Like you wanna use the assets you got to solidify a quarterback, just like what Z did, you got the extra first round picking, you wanna move up. You know, make it happen, right? And that's like Q didn't do it. These guys are doing it. They're making it happen, and now they're picking ahead of him. Hey, you know, I, I've broken down this whole draft class for DDT, obviously, and obviously you you look at what also has come out in the game. Anthony Richardson might max out in DDT points. I think JT said that it happened once before. This is probably the. This guy's won four awards, gets a point for each award, won four awards, and won a, na- a national championship, which counts for two points. And uh, every a playoff win in the top four gives you a point because that's a bowl game. He's got three points from bowl games. He's got four points from um, just being uh, from awards. If he fits your team, your scheme, and your uh, gets a good preseason, which is pretty much guaranteed because that's controllable. That's not. I mean, uh, depends on the user, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's nine total points, and we don't know what the numbers are to reach. That's nine total points for Anthony Richardson. Not to mention, uh, I got to look. I think he was a top five talent. He had ten total points that I know of. Now, there's other stuff that will go into it, like his raw skills, um, you know, having a guy in front. He doesn't have that guy in front. But he's going to have – he's probably going to be close to the max, if not maxed out on DDT points 
as well as being a four-floor speed quarterback. And the only thing you would have to put content into if, is his accuracies. You have to work on his accuracies, which uh, could all oh. it up. <laughs> like, like we, we all know that that's that's fair chain. Yeah, accuracies on a quarterback. The, the meat and potatoes is the speed and the uh the throw back. And his throw power and his animation. Yeah, and his animation, which is a really good animation compared to Bryce Young, who doesn't have it. And that's just how disconnected somebody like drama is. Where he's like, I, I might take Bryce Young if they're all there. It's like this man is the is the guy. Like this is the guy. Like you can't you can't miss out. Now that's why I moved it too. Like Will Anderson has a highest floor, but there's a lot of chance of him not getting something as well as you know with any other pick. But there's still a good chance of him getting something. I I felt like I could get more out of trade a pick too than I will out of just getting Will Anderson. So. But being that connected, like just missing out on the, the guy and saying you're gonna take Bryce Young if Anthony Richardson drops, it's just bananas, and it just tells you how disconnected somebody is from the league. Um, yeah. All I'm saying is Z, Z would be even like like we thought Mike was in heaven when Malik Willis fell. Z is gonna be way up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, because. At least with Malik Willis, you could say he went to Liberty. He's not in the he's not in the simulation, so he's getting no DBT points. He's maybe getting two or three. He's really low chance of getting anything. Like you could you could play that off. Now, when it comes to somebody like Anthony Richardson, it's all in front of you. It's all facts right yeah, in front of you. It's right in your face. <laughs> like, um, but uh, enough about that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I think even. Even skipping Anthony Richardson for Will Anderson, and with a team like if with a team without a quarterback for the future is just ridiculous and bananas to me. Um, go ahead and go to the next trade if we have any. We got five trades left. But, uh, next trade, uh, Carolina Panthers making another trade. I think it's the second or third. Eagles making another trade here. The Eagles sent a. Uh, pick 11 in the fourth round for Robbie Anderson and a future pick in the fifth round. So, obviously, Wombo's hunting for that 96-speed Robbie Anderson who's on the back nine of his career. JT, I don't think Robbie Anderson has a desirable contract, I'm pretty sure. And plus, I mean, JT just doesn't throw the deep ball like that. So, um, yeah. that made Robbie Anderson easily expendable. Robbie Anderson doesn't, doesn't really cook on those jailbreaks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, Robbie Anderson's not the same guy because uh, the weight speed is, you know, um, you know, he's not the same group. I feel like you still hit him with some jump balls, so there's that. Uh, but he's not the same guy. I like this year. I, 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 but I will say I like, I really like the trade for, for JT. Um, he, he did a good job, um, you know, getting a guy like, again, uh, draft picks that he could turn into, you know, future stars on his team. You know how JT likes his draft class. Um, but, you know, good trade uh, for JT. Um, who who was it to again? I forgot who was on the other side. Was it? For who? For who's on the other side of the scoop? Who got it? Robbie Anderson. Um, got... Eagles. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's fucking one. So, so uh, I, wanna, I wanna say that this is essentially Wombo trying to get his point walking choice and Robbie and Yeah. 
I don't, I don't think Robbie Anderson and Quez Watkins even equals. Um, he's just trading away. Right. I, I wonder if he regrets that Henry trade. I mean, I, he probably does. And then I'm looking at it. It's like with those draft picks there, if you want to take a shot and build somebody, there are some fast wide receivers in this draft, like track stars in this draft class. And I think JT added those because speed's not what it was. Um, so I think he added some some guys like that, and, you know, high speed, but they're not really going to be able to catch the ball. I mean, you could have you could have tried tried your shot there, you know, did something like that. But to each their own. Um, what's the what's the next trade? The next trade is a wide receiver swap between the Giants and the Chargers. Giants send Wondell Robinson, and the Chargers send Mike Williams. So uh, I don't like it. So just to explain it really quick, HG, I think HG was on the verge of cutting Mike Williams because his contract, his cap hit was at 17 mil. And then the next year, it actually ballooned to $27 million. I think he was on the verge of cutting Mike Williams at some point, if not right away. So he wanted to get something back and he was already interested in Wandale. He like, you know, wanted um, Wandale beforehand. So I was like, I'll do the deal straight up just because I have the cap space to take on Mike Williams in his contract. So I was okay with that deal. And um, he gets Wandale for his receiving core. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's all cool. I like, I love the trade for you. No, don't get me wrong. But this man, I don't, I don't get yeah, HD. I think this is a, a dumb trade for him. Um, I think he's, I don't, I don't get it. It's like the other trade he, he presented to me. I was like, that's dumb. Why are you doing that? Um, but, I think that's just stupid. If you want to get rid of Mike Williams, clue, get rid of Mike Williams, take a shot on a draft pick. You're getting a five eight wide receiver who okay, cool, he might have a little bit of speed, a little bit of athletic. Draft it. At least with them you get a chance for a better dev than what Ron- Wandell has. Like why well, not the thing is Wandell is only twenty two years old, so he can very easily just get a breakout game and be built up. Like, he's really young. Yeah, he's gonna get a speed quicker. You can also do that with a draft pick. And you might not even need that breakout. Yeah, but I mean, for what Mike Williams was worth, he probably would have not gotten more than at best a third. But I don't know who would have sent a third round pick for Mike Williams given his contract. He probably would have fourth. And you're—I don't know if you're going to get a better receiver. So he, maybe he just wanted to take that guarantee Wondell Robinson over a chance at someone that like might be like a seven or sixty-nine overall or something like that. Uh, I, I mean, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing your best to sell how it's a good trade. You, 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 you raped the guy. You, you took him out. You took him out in broad daylight and raped him. So we we go to the next trade. <laughs> That's what you did. Um, you took so, him out. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You, now you you once it's once a cycle you get somebody you get somebody on something and you got HD on on this one. Not it's not as egregious as others, but you still got HD on this one. <laughs> so uh, next trade we got is uh, so this is the Raiders. I skipped this one earlier. This Raiders and Rams one because they have to rework it. So the official trade is the Rams send 
Defensive tackle, Bobby Brown the third. Raiders and right guard, Dylan Parham, and a fifth-round pick. And I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know either of these guys is Raiders. So, I, all right. So, Dylan Parham, he's a 69 overall guard going into, I believe, his second year. And Bobby Brown, who the Rams are getting, I don't, I don't know. I feel like this is like a trade where they know the players, and it's like, hey, that's like I, I tried, I tried to get Nikhil Harry back from the Bears for like a, a late round pick, just because I wanted Nikhil Harry. So I tried to get him back. I feel like that's this kind of trade. It's like I'm not really trying to like give up something, but you know, I like that guy, and I would like him on my team. So if you don't mind trading him to me, like I felt you like want to spend ten content points on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, Instead of developing some guys, you want you want to trade some sixty nine yeah. overall. All right, cool. That, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then again, if they, they would have to do another trade because this is their one free trade, right? Uh, yeah, but um, the Raiders and the Rams have made multiple. At least the Raiders, they got another trade. Okay, all right. So I get it. Like, I don't think they can. I put it by the Raiders that they might not know that. Like, they might not know that it cost them points. So maybe no, it's, 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 it's pinned in the chat, man. We, we, we can't give them that benefit of doubt. We got, we got pinned comment. No, but but I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> that he's he's let off the hook for it. I'm saying it's it's plausible that he doesn't know because he yeah, has no, his intelligence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I mean, I didn't I, know when I, I've been there forever. I, I forget every season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was like the third and fourth deal cost money. I didn't know the second deal cost money. I, I I was I was trying to move move up in the draft again, like grab a, another top top ten pick, and I was talking to somebody and I was like, oh, we could wait until uh we could wait until the draft so it doesn't cost content. And she's like, oh, picks for picks don't cost content. So I was like, yeah, that's right. I forgot about this. Um, the risky move when the man backs out. I I won't do that. I'll pay the ten points to get it done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so. That's uh that was uh that dra- that was that trade not that was much to talk about there. What's the next trade? Next trade we got two to go, both including the Cincinnati Bengals. This one, the Bengals sending cornerback Shadobi Ogusier, and the Raiders sending a mid third round pick and an early fifth round pick for this draft. So Shadobi Ogusier, I don't think a lot of people know, is an eighty six overall, twenty eight year old, still star dev. 92 speed. He's more of a zone specialist. He has 90 zone coverage, and um, his man coverage is okay. It's 81, 77 press. But I mean, it's a good cornerback. It's um, you know, if you feel like you've got a hole on your team at corner, which the Raiders most certainly do, then I mean, I like to deal for him. Yeah, I, I I think if you're gonna hold a fill and you give up some draft picks, I mean, that's that's fine. I think that's great. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not, you know, it, it, like I even thought about giving up a draft pick for corner because you're going to take a shot anyway. You can get a short thing, then you get a short thing. Now, when I say it's short thing, it's going to be somebody like Ouzier. That's, he might be a little older, but at least you know he's at 85. It's like somebody like Wondell Robinson who's fucking a, not a short thing and you're giving up something. Are um, you justifying your Aaron Jones deal again? I, I don't need to justify. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to justify that. I'm just sure saying it's a, it's a sure thing. Like no, you, you, yeah, you get your sure thing. Like you could take a shot at a cornerback. You'll be a low seventies, and then you're like, oh, 
right now he's a normal dev now i gotta put a lot of content into i it. think it's season like, season four five three maybe end of three you, you go you shoot for the short thing i think early on you, t- you roll the dice a little bit that's just how i see it yeah, yeah and, and he uh, might not have a lot of draft picks too that's another thing yeah and of course for cammy we mentioned before he's trying to with some of these veteran contracts preparing a season ahead for what burrow is going to do cat and trying to get these draft picks <laughs> yeah yeah he's trying to get these draft picks right now so he knows he has players in his system that are going to be cheap for the rest of the cycle cammy must have sent the season and saw uh, burrow's request <laughs> Yeah, and Mixon. Mixon's also due for both the Joes. And Joe's going to be asking for 10 plus. But um, the final trade here, speaking of candy, might as well go through it. Um, this time he's sending Trey Hendrickson to the Texans. And the Texans are getting back a third-round pick. Or sorry, the Texans are giving a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. And obviously the Texans have a lot of holes, so this fills one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of the same as the Wuzier trade, except I like the Wuzier trade more, but I mean, it's kind of the same trade. Yeah, uh, it, it, it is, it is the same trade. Like, I, I like it, I like it for the Texans because they, they got a lot of holes to fill. Um, but like you said, it's, it's what he, it depends on your mentality because kind of what A Rod, A Rod was saying, like, he, he'll keep the draft pick and try to, you know, do something with it instead of, you know, going out and giving that away for a short thing in season two. The, the yeah, and, yeah, and the thing, like, with the Texans more so than the Raiders, and John even said this, like, he was like, I might get five wins this year with this team. It's not that good. But he's making this mm-hmm. random win now move to maybe get seven wins instead of five. It's kind of like with that team, with that roster, I, I feel like I would rather play young guys in those positions and give them a chance to develop instead of putting Trey Hendricks in there, who's entering yeah. the back nine. That's my me, though. Thank you. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. But, like, I mean, for the Raiders, they were almost a playoff team last year, so maybe he's trying to get over the hump. So that one I can understand a little bit more. This one I would lean towards. I would rather have the draft picks as a rebuilding team. Oh, and uh, one more thing about the HD trade. If you ever want to know about a draft class, pay close attention to what JT does. Elaborate. Well, trades your picks or trades out? No, he traded away a, a superstar wide receiver for more draft picks. Now, why would he do that? Because he, he traded two receivers. He traded two. So what you're, saying, you, you're saying is that the draft is deep, especially the first round. He's, say, he's saying the wide receiver draft class is deep, and that he could fi- he could find a wide receiver to replace him. Right. So when you're trading Mike Williams, why trade him for Wondell Robinson when you could just trade him for draft picks? That's my only thing about the Mike Williams trade. You should have just traded him for draft picks. Well, well, that's the last trade. And so that's the last trade. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be more. There's a bunch of free agency signings. We could talk about that on another yeah. show. Uh, Green, luckily, Green, and, uh, Green and Jay Coach's trade might go through at some point. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, John maybe Taylor that goes trade. through. Um, I think the trade committee is overvaluing some of these guys. They got to find. I feel like there's too much flip floppy with the trade committee. 
it's way too much flip floppy. Like, all right, he's worth something now. Then he's not worth something. Oh, he's worth all this. He's not worth all that. Like, it's too much flip floppy, and it's more, uh, more so. Um, it's it's just weird. It's like DJ Moore goes for all that, and then this guy goes for not enough. Like, it, it, you got to figure out a way to have a consistent trade committee that has their line and understand uh, understands in a realistic fashion what the values are. I agree. I mean, I'm, I've been preaching this for a while, consistency, and I, I don't think they're, they're a unit, they're a group. I think they're all over the place in different areas. And that, even if they all agreed upon the same rejection, I'd be cool with that. But they are everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no, not- that, that's something that I kind of gets me. If you get a, a decline notification, you get like two or three different reasons and you don't know which one to go with. It's like one guy yeah, says, right. one guy says, oh, you got to include an extra first round pick and then someone else says, you got to trade a superstar player for this guy. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I think they need to do a better job of, of coming together collectively and, and coming up with, you know, a group rationale on why a trade might not work instead of just five different erratic opinions. Yeah, now, now, uh, here, here. There goes that. There goes that. He just lagged out again. I wonder what he was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, we Can you hear me now? All right, yeah. yeah. I, I accidentally connected to the Wi-Fi over here. Fucking Xfinity hotspot. Wi-Fi fuck? is a bad thing, huh? No, no, it's like the you know when you have your Wi-Fi on and it connects to like the Xfinity hotspots and shit, and then yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. log in and shit. Like it, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that's what just happened. Uh, but I wanted to say with the with the whole trading thing, um, I feel like sometimes you have to pay overpriced when there's a, a good trade market for a player. Like I don't feel like I feel like sometimes you shouldn't be forced to take less. Because the trade committee says that guy's not worth that. You know what I mean? Like, if everybody's coming okay. to my – like, I have I have DJ Moore on, on the draft board. Let's say everybody went to JT for DJ Moore. And somebody was like, you know, you got two firsts and a, and a fourth from Mike Mike. I'm willing to make it three firsts. Why can't JT get the three firsts instead of that deal? Or why can't JP get three first and a player because this guy really wants DJ Moore well, instead of well, that part, deal? part of the trade committee is to protect somebody from making a really bad deal like that. Which they yeah. probably should have protected Hype Mike from, but they let, they let it slide. But that, yeah, that's they, part they of the trade committee's there. They're there to make sure no one gets... That was a total failure. I've seen them reject deals that should have went through. Like the JT for the number four, I think, is a fair deal. But then you allow more to go for, I don't know. Yeah, and then you you kind of, now with that whole JT thing, you're kind of tying what's his face in hands, uh, the Colts in hands, because they want to move JT, because he's going to want a big contract. They want to move on from him and build to the future instead of wasting all that money on a running back. Now he's got his hands tied because nobody is going to pay three firsts to get Jonathan Taylor. But what they're doing essentially is they're doing two things. They're running your team for you. They're dictating what you can and cannot do. And second, they are they're dictating the market on certain players. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- those are the two things I don't like doing. Well, yeah. Really. So, 
So um, I think, you know, with those trades, uh, like with those players, I think they have to get a realistic view on it. I don't think there's anything that's meta. Like there's no meta player um, that I could think of. Maybe Derek, maybe Derek Henry. Is Derek Henry a meta player? No, Derek Henry's Derek Henry. Derek Henry's better in real life. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's like we got to find we got to find a common understanding and realize, you know, some of these players aren't worth 10 first round picks or whatever kind of clown shit you're saying, like Aaron Jones being worth a first or a second at his age and his ability. My thing is this also. I think that there's no accountability for the people on the trade committee. I think they could do as they please with no type of review or anything like that. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. You, you get what I'm trying to say. There, there's not, there's nothing against them for rejecting a deal. There's no review yeah. on why they rejected it. You know, they, they have free roam to do whatever they want. And I think there needs to be some sort of system in place where they're being checked for the yeah. reason they're rejecting deals. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but that's going to do it for us. Everybody in PML have a great day. And we will see you next time.